Hi, Katie. We are broadcasting on location today. Yes, we are in Katie's living room slash dining room. We are basking in the light of a Christmas tree. I have a kitten in my arms. We've got my grandparents' Christmas record playing. We are all set to talk about the holidays. holidays. Yay! So, we're true Yankees. Yes. In case you couldn't figure that out from the 5,000 other times we've mentioned it. But we are used to white Christmases. Um, yes, in general. But every now and again you'll get one year where the grass is still brown and the trees are brown. It's gross. And everything's brown. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we, we can... It's not reliable, but usually there's snow. Usually there's Some snow. snow. You know where there isn't snow, though? Here. Not on these sandy beaches. What is that? But that's a white... I mean, it's white sand, at yes. least. Yes. There you we go. that going for us. So our very first Christmas here, we had only been here like a month, and I was flying home on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. And I only was staying there for three days. Yeah. But and the day before, it was, some, what was it, like 70 degrees? 70, Se- maybe in the 80s. Maybe even. in the 80s. And so we were like, let's hit the beach. Yes, we went <laughs> straight to the state park where we were the only people in the water. We were in the water. Yeah, that was before we, like, lost our... Yankee Yank- grit. Or, like, cold-bloodedness. And so we were able to... I used to, to be hardy. We were able to go in the water and people... I mean, there were people literally in full windbreaker jackets that were staring at us as we're just in the kiddie pool at St. Andrew's State There were Park. all those really beautiful crabs that day, if you remember. No, I don't. It was the day we found that amazing spiky shell oh, that yeah. swirled and had... Was there something living in that shell? Yes, yeah, so we did okay. put it back. But they were, they were amazing hermit-type crabs. Yes. Um, so we went to the beach on Christmas Eve, and then... Um, our first segment, we're going to talk about the inevitable Christmas travel drama, because if you're not from here, trying to travel around Christmas is a nightmare. Erin says I don't travel well. No, Katie doesn't travel well, and um, this first year, you especially didn't travel well, because if I remember correctly, you woke up at about 2 o'clock to find out that your flight had been delayed. Yes, I want to I wanna really... It was Christmas Day. 2 a.m. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse, except for me when I looked at my cell phone and screamed because the airline did not inform me that my flight had been so delayed that I wouldn't be able to make the extension, the connection in Atlanta. Google did. Google did. Thank Google goodness did. for Google. Thank goodness for Let Google. Let Google in every part of our lives so it can tell us this. So I spent, so then I call my dad at 3 a.m. their time. And I like I've got to figure out a flight home. I don't know if we're gonna figure this out. And I'm just talking about driving to Atlanta because those flights were all fine. And then I call Erin and wake her up. Yep. As was what usually happens in this situation. I'm I'm awoken. And we realized we could use the Tallahassee airport. And if I switch my flight to Tallahassee, I could still make my connection. We just had to drive to Tallahassee. Tallahassee at like 2.30 a.m. Yep. While listening to like really scratchy Christmas music on the radio and we're like the only car on the road. I'm just, I'm Santa's sleigh ferrying you to Tallahassee. I think I got there with 30 minutes to spare. Yep. 
or something ridiculous. Would you like, like that. to be at the airport at least twelve hours early? So yes. that must have been really dramatic for you. It was very hard, but mm-hmm. I did make it home for Christmas. Yes, I was there. It happened to the mm-hmm. great relief of my. Though my parents weren't actually excited to see me at the airport, my whole family had come to hopefully see soldiers returning. They were more interested in <laughs> soldier reunions than in me. Uh, well, you had only been gone about two months at that point, so I don't. They I were don't still more interested in other people. You don't blame them. <laughs> Moving on, we are going to talk about the boat parade, boat parade of lights. lights. We love the boat parade of lights. Yeah. You're going to help our editor judge it this year. I discreetly. am, as, because as I told him, I love telling people my opinions. <laughs> It's true. So the first year, I don't remember this, but I'm told because I have the memory of a goldfish that the first year um, we did not actually plan on going to the boat parade of lights. But since I live in St. Andrews, we had just been out wandering around. We were just going like for a we walk. do, going for a walk, and we're like, "Hey, there's a lot of people down at this marina. Hey, those Christmas bo- those boats have Christmas lights on them. This is cool." And then Katie remembered, "Oh, hey, it's actually the boat parade of lights," which what we thought at the time was a really novel, fun idea. It's so cool. The lights reflect on the water really nicely. People go all out with those decorations. They do. They go... A couple years, though, there have been some boats that were maybe a little bit too small to be in it. If I remember correctly, last year there was one boat that was listing rather uh, precariously. I joked earlier, though, this year that we should take our inflatable inflatable kayak. You told me no. Yes, because we'd have to get a light for it and... And now I'm going to be out of town. But I, I was really ready to mm-hmm. kayak with you yelling about me not being in sync and getting completely drenched in freezing cold bay water. I'm really making this sound like it was a terrible idea. Yeah, you're not really selling it. I clearly made the right answer. But I that first so. year, it was so fun. And then it, it was also really cold out, if I remember. And we were like ooing and eyeing over all the christmas lights and then this boat comes this by. boat comes by and i'm like oh this is a cute boat and then i realize what's on the front they of had, the boat they had a deer mount and they had painted the nose red no it was a it was a red christmas light yes. that they had put in its nose it was like it was Rudolph. Rudolph. It was Rudolph stuffed and mounted, and I could just hear the children around me like gasping. screaming, like gasp. A gasp went through the crowd, and then somebody was like, "They shot Rudolph!" <laughs> and that's when we decided we were done with the parade. It was so. Cool. I love it though. Like it's always, like we went back the next year. We'll go. Oh, we've gone back we, every year. Like, it's just it's that. Great. Was- <laughs> it's great. It's just you never know what is going to show see. up next. This year, um, there's fireworks. <gasps> I love fireworks. They're up in the ante this year. The St. Joe Company is helping. So every, yeah. So that's tomorrow night if you're listening to this on Friday. But time really doesn't matter in the podcast world. But if yeah. well, you could listen to this at any point and yeah. Uh, so the ninth. Mm-hmm. If if you are listening to this before December 9th, on December 9th, you could you too could go see the boat parade of lights and possibly a mounted Rudolph. Possibly. Possibly. Who knows what they'll mount next? <laughs> and then another great tradition is giving back, which this community does so well. There Around are Christmas, s- yeah. There are so many different drives and th- there's stuff. Salvage Santa! Yeah. There's Salvage Santa, who I think is actually Santa. He must be. He is. He he's is. He's so great. 
And then there is... Stuff the bus! Stuff the bus. Stuff the bus with Skip Bonder and his big bus that you stuff with toys. And he gets up there and he does not come down for the Which, whole time. That's commitment. And then, of course, there's our empty stocking fund. The empty stocking fund. We're going to plug that. Because we have to. Mm-hmm. And, then, <laughs> and it's a great cause. And then, though, sorry to Kaz, my favorite is Project 25. Yes. Because it is so much fun when they hand you that child's name and age and you get your shopping cart Mm -hmm. and you go. And you go, go, go. And um, I like it because my grandfather and I growing up for literally as long as I can remember, we always did um, Toys for Tots or um, if the local fire... It was usually the local fire departments or the local police departments who were collecting toys for kiddos and so we would always take $50 and we would go to like Walmart or Target or Toys R Us and we would pick out $50 worth of toys to donate to the Toys for Tots. Some some years we got kids and it, it had a little bit more specific. Some years we just kind of bought generally and it really is just so fun to like pick out things that you mm-hmm. think a little kiddo would want. And I mean we used to do it at church where they'd give us something but they always gave us like a sweater or mm-hmm. mittens. They had to be very practical things. And I think the mo- the thing that makes it the most fun for Project 25 is you're shopping for one kid the whole time. Yeah. So you can make something that's cohesive mm-hmm. versus just a whole bunch of different toys. Mm-hmm. I really like the planning. Yes. Katie likes to craft like the perfect Christmas tree, like presents under the tree package like there's craft supplies because they could start a business and become an entrepreneur yes there's craft supplies scooters like things that are like like make them go outside and make them go outside make them be creative and then there's there's we'll give them ukuleles we'll Mm -hmm. some musical instruments to see if they're into that well it's good with for your math skills yes and we'll frantically google whatever kids these days are into and get some hatchimals or Mm -hmm. Furby or Pokemon or whatever it I is that think they they're into Furby anymore. <laughs> Furby makes a comeback every once in a while. Pokemon is timeless. At this point with that app. Yeah. They really made a comeback. So and you're always in a traffic jam because there's like a hundred people who all show up and oh try God, to cram in to the Walmart toy aisle. Which is pretty small. It's really small. It's it's got to be the most crowded it ever gets. That's a that's a big part of the experience is like being stuck in that jam and f- like fighting your way through the toy aisle and listening to other people and what they're getting and being like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, this or, year we saw somebody go with a fishing pole and then we had to get a fishing pole for the next kid because mm-hmm. it was such a good idea. Mm-hmm. And we got well, this year. Love of really, outdoors also yeah. important. This year we sh- really branched out. We got makeup. We got nail polish stuff we like didn't that. Get makeup, the we just school. got nail polish. Yeah. Yes. We want. We don't want to upset some mother. Okay. Who wasn't ready for that? Yeah. We're considerate <laughs> in our shopping, Aaron. That's true. Or father doesn't mm-hmm. have to be mom. Mm-hmm. Anybody could be upset by makeup. <laughs> <laughs> so that about wraps us up for the holiday season this year. But we want to hear what your favorite Christmas traditions are around here. So hit us up on Twitter at PCNH Aaron Dion at PCNH Katie L. Comment on the article on Facebook, email us, send us a smoke signal, send us a dove, a partridge in a pear tree, just let us know. Oh, a partridge in a pear tree. Yep. That's cute. Alright, bye guys. Happy holidays. <laughs>